always been a rebel from deep down in the south. I get in my share of trouble for what comes out of my mouth. Well, I call them like I see them, and maybe I come on too strong. Well, you got your opinion and the right to say I'm wrong. But that's the way I am. What you see is what you get. I'm a free thinking bear, drinking politically incorrect redneck. That's right. Now I don't hate nobody. I don't mean to stir things up. But if I don't use the right words, I ain't sensitive enough. Hey, 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 here we go. How y'all doing out there? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Just so you know, this was supposed to be brief. This was supposed to be the introduction part of the uh, Politically Incorrect Redneck podcast, hosted by me, of course, uh, Jerry Schickling. Appreciate you tuning in and checking this out. But uh, this was supposed to be real brief, kind of like a movie trailer for the introduction into the upcoming episode. I guess episode one is going to be a little longer than a trailer, but there's so much stuff to go over, so much to talk about. Kind of like to take this time to give you a layout of the format of things to come. Like to have participation from all folks. Uh, currently, right now, we're just going to be on a podcast mode, but down the road, hopefully, we'll be getting into video and all kinds of good stuff like that. Uh, maybe some live stuff. We'll see how that goes down the road. Anyhow, welcome again to the Politically Incorrect Redneck Podcast can check this out on various websites, uh, of course, politicallyincorrectredneck.com. To make it a little easier for you, you could get to uh, teampir.com, and that's what we want to do is build a team of folks that are just be- pretty much based, uh, basing their lives on freedom, liberty, rejecting tyranny. That's what we're going to talk about amongst a lot of other stuff. We're going to have some fun, too. It's not going to be all in-your-face kind of stuff because that's not even where I want to go. So we're going to talk some country music, we're going to talk some Second Amendment and some gun training, and of course some of the politics of the day that affect your your everyday life as far as a free-living American. So anyhow, we're going to start out from there. I guess the first thing to look at is, you know, hey, what the heck is a politically incorrect redneck? Well, give you a quick description. You can kind of look at this however you want. The term politically incorrect, if you look at the Merriam-Webster's, basically said it's something in the line of not avoiding language or behavior that could offend a particular group of people. I guess in this case, we could call them snowflakes, speech suppression people. How about the cancel culture? You know, any of y'all getting tired of that? I think they've jumped the shark. I think it's time folks are getting ready to take the country back and getting tired of being silenced. You know, the silent majority no more. We're going to start making things happen in a nonviolent way. I guess we got to precursor, all that kind of stuff. We're no longer going to uh, to sit back and just uh, be run over by the, uh, the, actually the minority, the loud minority of the, of the liberals and the socialists and the Marxists. You can look all those terms up. You know, I don't have to describe those to you right now. But anyhow, so that's politically incorrect. How about the term redneck? Well, where the heck did that come from? Well, the term redneck to me pretty much comes from uh, a great little definition of it on uh, a site called Wide Open Country. Uh, the sites and the different clips and links I'm going to be playing and, and reading from today or referencing, uh, you can find them on the blog uh, on politicallyincorrectredneck.com or teampir.com. You can find it there. term that uh, pretty much explains why I consider myself a redneck, even though I'm not from South and all that fun stuff, is uh, it just refers to a salt-of-the-earth type of person who is hardworking, proud, and Bible-believing. And basically, that's where I come from. So uh, my perspectives are all going to be coming from that direction. You can disagree. Great. Hey, that's what this is all about. You have the right to be wrong. That's fine. We have no problem with that here. But we're going to have a good time. 
So that just gives you an idea of my perspective on where I'm coming from as the politically incorrect redneck. So we're going to just take a real quick time out here, come back, talk about some gun stuff. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution ratified December 15, 1791. Discussion over. You can try to twist it all you want, but it's pretty straightforward English, even in old English back in the time when, when they were putting the founding documents of this country together. So when it comes to stuff we're going to chat about here, we will get into some of the politics of the Second Amendment and those wishing to remove it from our life, which you can see a lot of that going on right now. And there's some folks out there that have some soul searching to do on who they're placing in the office if they're a true believer in in the freedom of America, and you're voting a certain way, we'll get to that in the big episode coming up. There's a lot of soul searching you need to do. Just because you hate somebody for a personal reason doesn't mean that's a reason to vote against America. So we're going to be doing some uh, talking about different incidents that might happen on the self-defense. Might even kick in a little bit of some of the uh, laws that would affect you as far as self-defense encounters. Now, by no means is it legal advice, but this is an issue as a um, certified firearm USCCA instructor that that we do cover a lot about uh, the ramifications of using a gun in self-defense. We're going to talk about training. Boy, one of the things that just kind of just the more I got involved with uh, working with folks and actually as a as a deputy game warden, I went through law enforcement training. There was a lot of things that I just couldn't believe at how people mishandle firearms from just from even even those quote unquote gun guys, gun gals, experienced people. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I've witnessed a lot of poor gun handling, even from those folks you think would know better from uh, where they're pointing their muzzle, uh, different things like that. So we're gonna cover a lot of safety stuff and and training on that. You know the four basic rules, of course, of safe firearm handling are pretty simple. But I tell you what, like I had mentioned, there's a lot of times I see folks that just I don't know why maybe it's not ingrained maybe they don't think about it enough but they're, they're they've got their fingers in the trigger they've got they just kind of point the muzzle they look at it it's it's just it just amazes me again but anyhow you know basic rule number one treat the gun as it's loaded every gun is loaded unless you know better clear that gun make sure that it is safe for handling never point that thing at anything I mean anything unless you are willing to destroy what's at the other end of that barrel okay Total muzzle control, you got to know what you're pointing that gun at. There are no such thing as accidental discharges. They are all negligent discharges because the guns do not fire themselves, despite what some people might tell you. Never point that thing at anything unless you're willing to destroy it. You got to keep that finger off the trigger and outside of that trigger guard until you are ready to fire, okay? 
Uh, that's something that, that a lot of folks, I've seen folks, a lot sometimes new folks, pick up a gun. The first thing, uh, it's instinctive, I suppose, uh, is they just want to stick that finger right inside that trigger guard and, and at the trigger. And man, that's one of the biggest reasons there's a, there's a lot of uh, negligent discharges of that firearm. So you got to keep that finger out of there. We'll talk more about that. And you got to know your target and what's beyond. You are responsible for every round that comes out of the, uh, out of the muzzle of your gun, whether it's a rifle and hunting whether it's a handgun for self-defense or whether it's just for target practice. If you don't know what's beyond that target, you don't have a good backstop, you better not be pulling that trigger, okay? And uh, I'll tell you what, I found some great information, real simple, short videos on firearm safety and so on at uh, Smith & Wesson. This is not a promotion of just Smith & Wesson, okay? But they just have some great short video clips of a variety of uh, beginning handgun and shooting techniques. And even as I say beginning, I don't mean it necessarily that way. Even for the experienced shooter, you know, some people roll their eyes, they think they're Joe, Joe gun guy, you know, or Joe, Joe net gun girl, whatever you want to say. And, and they just kind of roll their eyes at all this stuff. But you know what? They are some of the ones that I see a lot of times not following the four basic rules. There's a, a guy named Ken Scott. He's one of the, the instructors on these Smith & Wesson videos. Uh, Smith & Wesson Gun Smarts. You can find the link to the video and, and uh, you can go to some of their other videos from there on uh, on the blog site here at, at uh, teampir.com. It's just a great stuff. Very simple. I agree completely. Check out Ken. I'd like to talk with you about the rules of gun safety really quick. Before we get started, we are using a unloaded pistol. First rule of gun safety is always treat all firearms as if they are loaded. Rule number two, always point the gun in a safe direction. It's extremely important. Number three, never put your finger inside the trigger guard until you are up on target and ready to fire. Rule number four, know your target and what's behind it. Also another extremely important one. So hope you enjoyed that video. Hit that like and subscribe button. And for more information, check out the description below. So see, it ain't just me saying it, okay? Uh, great videos there for a, a variety of different things, uh, uh, proper grips and, and handling. There's, I mean, there's a ton more stuff out there, but that's just a quick example. Uh, we are going to get into a, a bunch of different stuff on that, and I'm definitely going to be looking for feedback and questions and all kinds of stuff from you folks uh, as we go. So, And hey, while you're at the at the website, whichever route you choose to go, TeamPAR, politicallyincorrectredneck.com, you can even go to redneckNation.us. That'll get you to us also. Sign up for the emails, and uh, we'll... That way we, uh, we can keep in touch because we will be sending out notifications and a variety of different things coming up through the email. So uh, just uh, feel free to sign up. We don't give away email addresses. We don't do any of that. We keep it right here amongst friends. If you want to comment or, uh, or or sign up for the email to get updates on upcoming stuff, do that. We are going to be building a merchandise line for the Team PIR folks and the politically incorrect redneck people. They will be available at the store at some point right now. There's just an item or two there just to get the store up and running, but we will be building and adding to that as we go to. That's all going to be good. Anyhow, we're going to take another quick break, and we will uh, be right back. Briefly, about some of the politics of the day. Be right back.
liberty or tyranny? That's a choice. What is the definition of liberty? Well, keep it down to its basic stuff. It's the quality state of living free. Okay. The power to do as you please within limits and within... Liberty ends when you violate somebody else's liberty, if that makes sense to you. Okay. Uh, it's the freedom from physical restraint. You know, the freedom from an arbitrary or despotic control. And that's where we're, we see a lot of things heading now with the government that we have currently. So I am not anti-government by any stretch, but I am limited government. And to me, that's what uh, the United States Constitution does. It limits government. What is tyranny? I mean, we hear these terms bannered about all the time. Okay. What is tyranny? And it's basically, it's an oppressive power, every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson especially pretty much laid it out as its oppressive power exerted by government the tyranny of a police state. Don't see that happening right now, do we? Our founders came from a background of tyranny from King George in England. And Thomas Paine quoted, uh, Government, even in its best state, is but a necessary evil, and in its worst state, an intolerable one. Okay? Thomas Jefferson warned everybody that the natural progress of things is for government to gain ground and for liberty to yield. How's, look again, where are we at today, okay? Are we seeing more government control over our lives, masks, or more freedom coming? And, oh yeah, we're going to be talking about masks in, in, the, in the next episode when, we're, when the act, official launch comes off. We will be talking about that. Which way? Are we seeing more liberty uh, or are we seeing more government control over every aspect of our life? And the sad part is, the sad part is, there are a lot of folks who are okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 pretty much. Okay. John Adams basically captured the essence of the difference between liberty and tyranny when he is quoted as, you have rights antecedent to all earthly governments, rights that cannot be repealed or restrained by human laws, rights derived from the great legislator of the universe, for example, i.e., the creator, i.e., God. You see, the founders understood that the greatest threat to liberty is an all-powerful central government where the few dictate to the many. They also knew that the rule of mob would lead to anarchy and, in the end, despotism. And you can see this incrementally creeping into our society. And again, folks seem oblivious to it, don't care. I tell you what, it's time that we stand up a little bit. The silent majority is no more. We're going to take our country back. We've got a lot of great movements out there right now that we'll be discussing as we go. I'd like you to just take a couple minutes here and listen to a man named Simon Campbell. This was recorded at the Pensbury Township. That would be in Pennsylvania School Board meeting. The video clip is available on the blog. If you go in there and click the link, we'll have it all right there. Simon is pretty much fed up with the people being silenced, whether it be at a local school board or even on a national level. Basically, he's sick of the cancel culture. Have a listen. I'm a Pensbury School District resident, Pensbury School District taxpayer. I'm also a former member of the Governing Board of Directors, 2009 to 2013. It's nice to see the old faces. I'm here to speak today. I believe, Gary, you said it was item KKK in the agenda book. Well, isn't that just a perfect, perfect summation of what it is I'm here to talk about? KKK, your proposed new school board policy 
seeking once again to limit the constitutionally protected speech of American citizens. Now, when I sat on this school board, I believe some of you old-timers might remember this, a union guy spoke at public comment for five minutes and ripped me a new one. He called me the bastard child of Margaret Thatcher. And I sat there and I said to myself, okay, fair enough, welcome to America. He considers me a bastard because I'm in the government. His logic is sound. Now, what happened was the superintendent and the school solicitor at the time freaked out and they didn't put the tape online the next day. And I called them up and I said, get the tape online now before we get sued for censorship. I yelled at the solicitor to, and I asked him what law school he went to because it was clearly constitutionally protected rhetorical hyperbole. I can cite the case if you'd like. And I said to Paul Long, the superintendent at the time, don't ever cut the tape again, Paul. And by the way, bastard child of Margaret Thatcher, I took it as a compliment. Now, you snowflakes apparently have a bigger problem with public comment. It seems to me that you think you can supersede the United States Constitution. Well, I've got news for you, school board president Benito Mussolini. Your power does not supersede that of the US Constitution and the First Amendment rights of the citizens of this great nation. Let's be very, very clear who has the power. Mr. It is Campbell, not government policy. You, do not you, warn me or do not interrupt this my time. That if, if you, you interrupt my time, personal insults do not like that again, my or time. if you personally direct your comments, you will Let be me asked be very to clear. step away from I'm, the podium. I'm going to I am quote asked to you, again, solicitor. Make your comments, I'm quoting you. Just a minute. Do not talk like over me. This is my comment, not your comment. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, just, the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This is the First Amendment. And I will, I will, caution, you, I will caution you, solicitor. There is a video camera to my left. If you edit this tape, then you're going to have a big legal problem on your hands because my right to critique your fascism, which is what this is, is constitutionally protected. There are emails, public record emails, in which the director of equity is lobbying and advocating for public comment to be censored in this school district. And you know what? You know what? lobbying for it, advocating for it. We've got the school board president saying she'll do better at hitting the moot button in blatant violation of the Constitution for her lobbying and her advocacy of unconstitutional censorship. I want you, the school board, to terminate the employment of Dr. Charissa Gibson with immediate effect. terminated her employment, I want all of you to tender your resignations for hating on this country. We have a God-given constitutional right to critique you, and we can speak in any lawful tone that we see fit. And don't go looking around, Benito, because this is the United States of America.
You have a good... Uh, one more thing. I'm going to make a verbal request right now for an unedited copy of the tape. So if any of you delete it, you're going to have a big legal problem. Good night. Love me some Simon. Love that bloke. Especially a southern accent. Be right back. And I'm back. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's talk some country music. Throughout the the podcast, we're also going to chat country music. We're going to talk some country music history, things that are going on today. Going to do some news, and uh, hopefully down the road here, we are actually going to be doing some interviews with some folks in the country music industry, whether it would be behind-the-scenes folks like producers and uh, songwriters, as well as some folks that are actually out in the road doing shows, some local folks in the country music business. If you have any ideas on somebody you think we ought to talk to, feel free to email me. That would be jerry at teampir.com. So drop me a line there. You can uh, let us know if there's some interesting stories or news that I can bring up. Always fun. Today, Marty Robbins was at number one on the country charts with his song El Paso City. It was his 15th number one. And he actually wrote it while he was flying over El Paso. And uh, Elvis Presley in 1977 made his last live stage appearance when he appeared at the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis. Randy Travis this day in 1987 was at number one on the country singles with Forever and Ever Amen. A lot of you folks remember that. And uh, actually today was 1973 was the birthday of Gretchen Wilson. How apropos is that? Because she had the number one hit redneck woman so that kind of fits right in perfect today so that's the kind of stuff we'll be covering on the country music part and uh, it's going to get more exciting from there but i hope y'all are enjoying it i hope to hear from y'all hope you'll like us i hope you will possibly pass the word we're going to get better get more refined as we go you know you got to start somewhere so here we are so anyhow you can visit us at the website teampir.com is probably the easiest one to type in but we're also at politically incorrect redneck.com at pirnation.com and also at redneckNation.us. go there visit us the blog is there you can read that you can check the links of all the different places that uh you know i, I pull some of this information from and, and that you'll they will hear sign up for the email i said you'll get upfront information about upcoming shows before a lot of the other folks do the podcast will be available on uh, just about anywhere you do podcasts or get your podcasts apple Podcasts, google podcasts of course apple Podcasts. that's formerly itunes podbean app spotify pandora TuneIn, iHeartRadio. And a lot of other places. So we will keep you updated as more and more of those sites become available. Well, that does it for today. Just as a, like I said, this was a overview of what's to come. Actually, as of right now, if all things happen, the actual quote unquote official launch of the podcast is going to be on July 4th. How perfect is that? July 4th, 2021. So uh, join us, sign up, like if you like it. If not, at eh, Whatever, that's okay. I'm used to that too. So y'all have a great time. Have a great weekend. And we will be talking to you in the very, very near future. God bless y'all. Thank you.
sit around all day Making up this list of words we can and cannot say They got everybody thinking that that list should be the law Well, I've read the First Amendment and I know my rights, y'all Call me simple-minded, well, ain't that what you expect From this free-thinking, bear drinking politically incorrect 